Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Howdy, man. Welcome, Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this very productive Tuesday. Thanks again to Star Tribune TV critic Neil Justin. Appreciated his time. A couple of other shows that I wanted to mention to you guys that are coming up in the month of January. One, I know Lori's excited about it. It starts January 22nd on HBO. A certain Sharon Stone is starring in this. What's it called again? Mosaic. Mosaic. Oh, yeah, that's the one that mystery. looks so weird. Remember, yep. with all the different beginnings mm-hmm. and endings? Mm-hmm. Also, Garrett Hedlund stars in that. Oh. So you might want to look at that. That's HBO on January 22nd. And coming up on Netflix... Spring 1929 Berlin, guys. Yeah. Modern metropolis where artistic and sexual experimentation Ooh. flourishes against Ooh. the backdrop of organized crime. Oh, I like it. What's that called? Babylon Berlin. Ooh. Netflix, January 30th. Love that title. Okay. Mm-hmm. Check those out. I really do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, when it, you said springtime in Germany, I was just thinking yeah, of that album. Springtime in Hitler. Yes. Yeah, that Mel Brooks. Springtime. <laughs> yeah. What, what play was that? Mel uh, Brooks. Whatever. Uh, the producers. The producers. The producers. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, uh, ABC has been promoting the heck out of the the uh, two hour one on one interview Amy Robach and Tanya Harding, and they've been uh, teasing it out since last week on GMA, giving us little dribs and drabs mm-hmm. of interviews. And we it got, airs Thursday night or this Thursday. Yeah. yeah, it airs, and it's it's two hours. And of course, I Tanya, um, I Colin Colvert at the Star Tribune gave it four stars. It's it hopefully goes in a wide release. I am curious to I see this movie. I so want to see this movie. I because <laughs> that was such a part of our upbringing. The whole Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding thing, and what happened. And I, well, I don't know. Oh, upbringing. it was. Oh, I was upbringing. the skating part. I mean, that was a big prime time for me. I was. It was. In, it was, a, it was a big. And, it was a scandal. I mean, upbringing is just the right, wrong upbringing way to is say wrong, that. But I mean, yeah. a part of. The pop, pop culture, culture for of, a long time. Yes, it dominated yes. news uh, headlines, and it was so scandalous. scandalous. And so, um, let's play a little bit of this, and then also uh, uh, we're, we'll talk about Tanya Harding um, having a very bad interview with Piers Morgan. Which couldn't we have predicted that this would go terribly? I know. Right? Interviews with Piers, and that never happens. Never happens. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play the GMA. 
We all know that Tanya Harding's legacy will be forever linked to that infamous attack on Nancy Kerrigan back in 1994, a hit planned by her ex-husband in which Harding says she played no role, but now she is revealing that she did hear something prior to that attack. America's figure skating sweetheart Nancy Kerrigan clubbed in the knee at the 1994 U.S. Figure Skating Championship. Her hopes of qualifying for the Olympics seemingly dashed. It makes you cringe hearing it because you know how much that it had to have hurt and why someone would do this. What are they after? I was scared. For your own safety? Yes, and anybody else's. I mean, this, is, this had never happened. It's sad. But she was your competition. Competitors, yes. Rivals, no. Was there any part of you that felt relief that you wouldn't have to compete against her to get on the team? Absolutely not. So you didn't think with her out of the competition, victory was yours? No, it's not. Any of us could have won. Any of us could have failed. Tanya went on to win the championship and secured a spot on the Olympic team. Meanwhile, rumors swirled around the 20-year-old's possible involvement in Kerrigan's attack as the FBI zeroed in on Harding's ex-husband, Jeff Galuli, who conspired with a team of assailants to carry out the attack. Harding has always denied she helped plan the hit. You never said to Jeff, let's do this. No, no. He never asked for your permission. No. And you were never part of the planning. No, I did, however, overhear them talking about stuff where, well, maybe we should take somebody out so we can make sure she gets on the team. And I remember telling them, I go, what the hell are you talking about? I can skate. So you heard them talking about doing something to someone before the attack on Nancy, but nothing specific. This was like a month or two months before, but they were talking about skating and saying, well, maybe somebody should be taken out so then, you know, she can make it. Taken out. So then when you heard about the attack on Nancy, did that pop back into your head? I no. heard them talking a month ago. I didn't know what was going on. Now, 24 years later, mm. Harding says she's done apologizing about Kerrigan's attack. <sighs> Enough apologizing. She's got her life. I've got my life. We both have wonderful lives. And that should be all that matters. Okay, I am going to take issue with her when she says that she did overhear we're going to take someone out and right. that she didn't make the connection one or two months later yeah. to Nancy Kerrigan, mm -hmm. that's why she pled guilty. That's why she paid the fine, yep. got kicked out. She's very disingenuous with that storyline right. because taking someone out means exactly what it means. We're going to make sure you make this team. We're taking someone out. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have any ring of truth to it. Now, maybe... It didn't ring with her because That's she had such a horrible. Talk. She had a horrible, horrible life. Her mom. We I, and I we're mean, only knowing this about um, from the movie. But my mom reminded me. She said, "No, if you remember, if you're paying a lot of attention to this story, her mom. It was well known in the figure skating how abusive mm -hmm. she, she was, was, and that other uh, kids and their families felt for her, right? Because she didn't come." From money. From money. Because it used to take a ton of money it to be nice. Yeah, to, to get ice time yeah. and have the coaching, and it's a yeah. full time thing and everything. And Tanya Harding was the only one who could do the triple axel. She did she it. She was the first woman. She was yeah. the first woman mm -hmm. to do it. However, she could never do it again, really, after she stuck it in the national championship before the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Years before. But so she, she, and she, I was reading some different things today on this. 
I agree, Lori, but I do think the language around her was a different type of language than we would have. You know, when someone says I'm taking someone out. Well, you know, I would it, take that to mean that like, somebody's too. getting killed. So would I. But she, she had a really rough background is the yeah. only thing I'm saying. But but it just. Well, her Pierce Morgan, here's how the interview started. Oh, um, it was rough. She said, uh, um, thank you. Um, no, he said to her, he said, you're playing the victim in this situation. And Nancy Kerrigan is the victim. And she said, thank you. I appreciate being on your show. I think I'm going to have to say goodnight. So she's very. um sensitive but it is through her own words that she has always admitted that she overheard her husband and these guys say they were going to take someone out so you know i don't know this sounds fishy (laughs) well i just does but i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna go to the movie but she hindered the prosecution because she never let them know she never told the fbi that she had until she got way trapped in her own life she knew that her husband had her ex-husband had said that yes so Mm -hmm. she could have given that and and you know if she'd done that but like you said you know, you and I did not grow up with an abusive, abusive crazy mom. mom right. Uh, that it sounds and like. And a nutty she's... husband that she had already married and divorced at a very young age. Well, that I have in common with her. All right, you okay. do. I was I'm not young, but yeah. Yeah, um, you do. Anyway, so, uh, uh, yeah, so, but that is on ABC. And right. if you are fascinated with it, that's when it's going to be. Otherwise, of course, there's always the movie. I know, I and Allison Janney won. Golden, Golden Globe, Globe for play, part, portraying her mom. And I bet she wins the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Yeah, I do too. It'll Lori. be between her and Laurie Metcalf, yep. I think, from Lady yes, Bird. I, I agree with that. All right, listen, we come back. We got uh, Random Thoughts with Julia. Are you won that show this weekend? My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is, people. Okay, now we were talking about how many days, 29 days till the Super Bowl. It's mm-hmm. only 12 days till the Screen Actor Guild Awards, Lori. Uh, Julia, I know. I'm starting to get panicked. Why do you think I'm eating my Oprah squash soup? I know. That is selling everywhere <laughs> these days. The O soup. The O, that's the o good. Soup. Have you oh, just that- picked out your dresses? Well, 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 you know what? It's yeah. never been as exciting as it was in the but, days when Monique Lulier yeah, dressed us. And, and Joy Noel made us our own dresses. A dress of one year. And now Stephanie doesn't, doesn't rent it. I know. And now we've realized we, we've, we've realized that all the other, except unless they're on a television, Juliana, Nancy O'Dell, yeah. all the rest of the press, they just, th- they just throw on some random oh, black really? dress and bling it up. Mm. Is I that, mean, do you think it's going to be black all season? I don't know. I, I don't know, but you could, I right. mean. So we, exactly, Lori, like you said, it wasn't, I mean, gosh, those that were That was so, magical that was, when we got to be dressed by Monique Lully oh and had a dress designed for us. Oh my. It's, and, and even, it was, you know, borrowing vintage dresses right? from Mona Williams yep. and renting for him. I, there's just, there isn't even any place to rent. I know. That, I mean, we could do the old rent the runway, but we could. And I have friends who've done that and mm-hmm. like it, but I'm so bloody short. I just can't imagine they can make anything short enough for me mm. outside of children's wear. Well, they, and I have a hard time fitting in the they top. They have petite. I know, but I am, I'm <laughs> even beyond petite. Yeah. I'm ham petites. You're what? I ham petites. You, oh. you ham petite. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a petite yeah. petite. I'm a petite, petite square. Petite. Okay, so here's what's happening though at the Screen Actor Guilds. I want to bring people's attention if anyone wants to have a trip to LA. 
last minute trip. Um, there are on Charity Buzz, there are still seats that are being auctioned off for the bleacher. screen bleacher seats. And those are good seats, people. For the screen actor go all the stars go and talk to the fans. So they that's do. that'd be a great experience. In fact, they talk to the fans over some of the media. The yes, publicists they do. go and yes, wave and get photos and yep. then they don't want to have anything go do to do that. with you. But today they poured the actual statue. The actor statues have been cast today and they weigh twelve <laughs> pounds. It, they stand sixteen inches tall. And each one carries a unique number that's engraved on the base. The original one is still kept at the SAG-AFRA headquarters that they did. And that was in 1995. And since then, they've presented 1,032 statues. So there's your little there's little things. And this year, it's going to be different a little bit because it's going to be hosted by Kristen Bell. They've never had a host before. And um, other fun things are going to happen, but it's going to be simulcast live on TNT and TBS on Sunday, January 21st. And that's a fun show because like the Golden Globes, it includes both television and movies. And it's just and, acting. And it all it's in all some caps. Words. No directors. Yeah. You don't need to know who anyone else is. Yeah. So Two that'll hours work. in and out. Yep. It's yeah. a okay. good show. So the electronic show is going on in um, Las Vegas right now. And some of the different things that um, we were seeing, these little robots that there's a robot at a at some hotel chain in Vegas or just a big hotel. There's a robot that you call and it brings you room service. Uh-huh. I think they're trying to get rid of people they at are, some point Julia. because listen to this other and thing you don't that's need there. To tip a robot. No, that but I, me. I yeah, I don't. I, like I don't the know personal about all touch. this jets and I don't stuff. either. So Pizza Hut now, and this is was unveiled at the Consumer um, Electronics Show as well. Pizza Hut is working with Toyota to test drive driverless pizza deliveries. So it arrived. Again, you wouldn't have to pick that. You wouldn't have to but tip. But what's a tip? Five bucks, who well, cares? Well, I know, but it's sure taking it people out It's of- taking so many people out of Remember when I had this panic attack yes. six months ago? Yes. Because the semis, right. things are going to be Marvelous. all manned by electronics, and someone can get at that pretty quickly. So the pizza with Toyota, it's a new vehicle called the E-Palette. And um, the vehicle could host a mobile store in it, Act as a ride-sharing service or deliver packages like pizza. The automaker is teaming up with a ton of partners, Pizza Hut, Amazon, Uber. So um, I don't like all this stuff without mail, but that's something that's without people. A vehicle just like that is featured in one of the new episodes of Black Mirror. It's an automated pizza delivery vehicle that is involved in... Knocking somebody down on the street. Someone could break into the software and do some crazy things. I wonder how easily hijacked that is. I mean, while at times it sounds really great, like you could get a little extra reading in if you're late running downtown at night. Someone could drive you. Your self-driveless car could drive and you could put on your makeup. I mean, some parts of it are exciting, but at the same time... I don't like. Yeah. I don't like. But this is the one thing I saw that I liked. All right. And I don't know if you saw this this morning, Lori, on the t- on the Tuberuski. They have a folding mate. It's called the folding mate. Oh, I did see this. And it's a machine, and it's so easy. You just put your shirt in the machine, and blouses, shirts. It literally presses them, and they come. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm out like three seconds later on the bottom, folded and and I. That's for the person who has everything. Because yes. I bet that's about nineteen hundred dollars. But see, and yeah, then no, it was, it was like I was like, was, if you had the money, I, yeah. it was the one that I was like, oh my gosh, because everything would be so neat and pressed and folded. Well, what happened to the Roomba happened to that machine? Because mm-hmm. remember when Roombas came out like five or six yeah. or seven years ago, how expensive they were. Right. Crazy. Crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. No. So they were talking about inventions. They were, this was on the Today Show, actually, um, that they would want to see someone invent. And they went around the table and people had different inventions. Um, uh, Hoda said, I just want to shut my closet and open it up. It'll all be clean, folded, and everything put away. Yeah. And then, um, what's her name? Savannah. Yes. She said, you know what? I hate to floss my teeth. I wish there was a Roomba that you could put in your mouth that would go everywhere and floss your teeth for you. And I thought that was such a funny thing. Because I want to invent the Roomba sleeves. You go to bed at night and you just put on these sleeves and you attach them in front and behind you. And a Roomba-like machine goes up and down and, and exercises your cellulite and fat on your arms. It would be a well, Why Roomba. couldn't we use it on our thighs, you too? You could use it on thighs. your thighs. But, I mean, this would just be this sleeve that you'd put on and somehow something goes up and down and in and out. And That sounds like something why? else. <laughs> up and down and works it. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Um, if people have missed the movie theaters at the Mall of America, they're coming back. There's a new owner. Um, the owner is CMX, whoever they are, but they're hiring. They've got 150 positions now that they're hiring for if you need a job at Mall of America. Um, and they don't know exactly when they're going to open, but they believe um, there's still going to be 14 screens there. Yeah, they need to have a movie theater there. They do. I miss there it there because it's hotels centrally and, located and everything. And I mean, that's one of the things that was always kind of a, a standout at Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. If you had like a long layover there, which mm-hmm. people will often have with the international, you could go see a movie. Awesome. You could go get a massage. And yeah. The mall is close enough to the airport that if people were connecting with you could just Flight go time go see a movie because isn't there a tram service even yeah from yeah, there? yeah yeah so mm-hmm. that's going to be happening it's going to be opening soon so i thought that was very excited exciting um if you are going to think about if you thought maybe someone was going to divorce you or you were going to divorce them and you made it through yesterday it's probably not going to happen because yesterday is the number one day people file for divorce yep. it's the biggest day of the year january oh, it 8th. could still happen well, have it... hope <laughs> <laughs> number one reason People file money, number two, intimacy and sex. And three, the holidays are over. So we can go ahead and break everybody's heart. That's right. (laughs) That's what you do. All right, listen, uh, when we come back, you will not believe what Meghan Markle did on her second royal appearance. All right, Kenny. Everybody, it's everything entertainment. It's everything Mr. Manuary. The draft starts Thursday. The big party is next week, uh, January 17th, next Wednesday. Wednesday at Can Can Wonderland. And you can go to 
My Talk 1071 and uh, put in Manuary and buy tickets. And of course, we'll be giving them away. But yeah, it's always a fun party in Can Can Wonderland is mini golf. And it's just it's a great kickoff. I love this idea. Yeah, I love good, this idea. Place. They also have, you know, karaoke. They've got fun cocktails and food. It's a fun venue. Yeah, we're, we're everyone who goes to our party will get the mini golf. And then we're going to have some. Uh, you know, little desserts and some non-alcoholic drinks. But, of course, there's a bar there, too. Yes, of course. And we'll meet our Mr. Manuary. And it's right here in St. Paul. Yes. Okay, so Donnie has posted this. Meghan Markle stepped out today in Britain with Prince Harry. Her yes, she did. Her second royal of, real event as a royal uh, fiancé, if you're not counting the Christmas walk to church as okay. an event, which I'm really not. And what did... The American girl marrying a prince. I know. Wear? I know. I know. Pants. Trousers. What? Pants. She flared. did. Shocking. It, it is so good looking. The Duchess of Cambridge dropped her wiglet and gasped because we've never seen her in official anything but a dress or a Apps. skirt. She's jealous beyond belief. How and does not this only, American get away with this? And not only did she wear a flare pant, she had her hair up. <gasps> she looked absolutely delightful so shocking and a gorgeous coat megan's yep. got a great coat game so we've got that posted for you apparently the queen was delighted a couple other little royal stories that megan gave her a jokey christmas gift it yes. was a singing toy hamster that was that her, what it was her corgis loved that's hysterical and the queen loved it because her corgis loved it yes i think i think we heard that's what the queen wants for christmas she silly wants gifts. joke jokey gifts. silly gifts yeah she okay, don't need any chutney no, no she doesn't <laughs> and the daily mail said that uh megan and harry desperately wanted to have the reception at frogmore house which is where they did their engagement yes, photos yes. but the queen ixnated it she says it has to be at windsor castle because the castle's so much bigger and Megan's bitchy half sister Samantha claims that Megan's father is definitely planning on walking her, her down, down the aisle. Oh, yes. there you go. I mean, you know, we her could have said that. Bitchy half sister. Yeah, I, I love that you say that. I will always refer uh-huh. to her that way. Okay, so the Versace uh, miniseries on FX. A lot of ads. There was an ad during the Golden Globe. Yes, there was. And this is from um, Ryan. Murphy. Murphy, who did The People versus OJ, Glee, just but feud. He did yes. that last year. But this is going to be along the lines of The People versus OJ, where it's based on a book and it's uh, rolling back the story. Story, peeling back the layers, the layers. So of, here, the, of the murder of Gianni Versace. Yeah, here's a little uh, setup from Good Morning America about how the Versace family is not happy about this. Okay. FX's upcoming series on the 1997 murder of fashion designer Gianni Versace, making waves even before its debut. I will not allow that man, that nobody, to kill my brother twice. The Versace family, including sister Donatella, portrayed by Penelope Cruz, lashing out in a statement, saying the family neither authorized nor had any involvement whatsoever in the TV series, saying it should only be considered as a work of fiction. The Versace series from FX follows you the network's very successful The People vs. O.J. Simpson. That critically acclaimed series racked up scores of awards, including two Golden Globes and nine Emmys. People sort of know the Versace story, but they don't really, and I think they're going to learn a lot, actually, by watching this limited series. 21st Century Fox and FX Productions is standing by its work, saying the assassination of Gianni Versace is based on Maureen Orth's heavily researched and 
and authenticated nonfiction bestseller, Vulgar Favors, which examined the true life crime spree of Andrew Cunanan. We stand by the meticulous reporting of Miss Orth. Mm -hmm. In the past, Donatella Versace has denounced that book, saying it is full of falsehoods. The nine-part series airs on FX January 17th. That's next Wednesday. This is all good news for yes. Ryan Murphy and FX that it's having this controversy. So I wanted to look up, because Maureen Orth, longtime Vanity Fair reporter, um, was married to Tim Russert until he had a heart attack oh, and died. That the, was like the saddest, saddest NBC political so guy. Yep. And so her book, Vulgar Favors, came out in 1999, just a couple years after this happened. I'm looking at a New York Times book review okay. of this book when it came out. All and right. it said, Vulgar Favors is framed disingenuously as both a cautionary tale about materialism and hedonism. It's also an expose of the seemiest underside of gay life. Remember when this happened? 1997. Mm. I mean, it, not the freedoms that, that people who are gay, bi, no, trans right. have today. I mean, we're still fighting for more, but it was a very different time. And law enforcement bungled stuff in this case. And, and also, they didn't talk to each other in different states yes. to find out that Andrew Cunningham right. was out in Boston going down to Miami doing the killing sprees. And the, the fourth part of Vulgar Favors, according to this New York Times mm -hmm. book review, is the voracious appetites of scandal-chasing, quote-unquote, journalists, the tabloid okay. media. So, um, anyway, she... Uh, they said that uh, Cunanan, his most famous victim and his last victim, Johnny Versace, had a history of paying young men for sex, was HIV positive at the time of his death. And um, its details are ambiguously related to the fate that befell him, but it's irresistible to the author. So she does a lot of apparently getting into a lot of the salacious stuff of his private life. Sure. And they probably are nervous about how that will be. It's yeah. like, I think of uh, Freddie Mercury and the guys sure. in queen, you because know, because he was an, a gay man and, and voracious right. appetite sexually and with uh, mm -hmm. other things. And so people get very protective about that. And the, the New York times said the book is a, a plodding pace at times. And also that it kind of, is a risky adventure because it's trying to be politically correct at the same time. It's there are parts of it that read like kind of homophobic and that she loses her footing in sort of how she's telling the story. But she did the book mm. two years after it happened. Yeah. It's not so meticulously reported. This is not the, and of course his first victims were in, Minneapolis, Minneapolis yeah. Jeffrey Trail and David uh -huh. uh, Madsen. So anyway, they said the most interesting part of the book, Vulgar Favors, which uh, this Versace FX show is based on, is the missteps of law enforcement, that that was the part of the book that she got the most right. So because does, it was so bad. So does Donatella Versace think it's going to be more about all the Stuff the, of the CD uh, side the of the brother and the party, the party, and, and, the, and the lovers, and, and, and being HIV positive, and being yes. excessive in his lifestyle in Miami. Uh, yeah, uh, the New York Times ended the review with "There's ample soil and vulgar uh, favors for conspiracy theories to grow." Although that presumes people are interested in Cunanan's story that 
we don't think is going to be there. Well, it's taken a, almost 20 years. Well, for, let me tell you what TV yeah. line says about it, because they, they give it a B. They do. American Crime Story Versace season two is okay, but it's no OJ. They say Darren Chris, who plays Andrew Kananan, is, you know, really compelling and watchable. Yeah. But they said basically that um, she this person has seen five of the nine installs, installments, and it's just kind of like... Uh. Uh. After a while, as powerful as Chris's performances, even the Cunanahan scenes start to feel like overkill, repetitive and methodical to the point of becoming dull. There's just not enough story here to justify nine hours of television. Mm, yeah, and that that's, makes, that's, yeah, that's a lot. Maybe and it's that's unfair. kind of what the book reviews yeah. right. said about Vulgar Favors when it came out way and back. And even Paramount's network's upcoming miniseries, Waco, which stars Taylor Kitsch as David Koresh, mm-hmm. um, does a better job of transforming a true crime headline into a compelling drama. Oh, Overall, oh. Versace ends up being an intensive character study of a complicated killer and not much else. Wow. Yeah. All right. Mm. Nine is a lot. Yeah. yeah. That seems... That's how much the much. OJ was, though. But yeah. OJ... Yeah, but there was so much. So much yeah. there and so many different players. And it was based on the Jeffrey Tubin book, which he took five years to, to do and a lot of years later. You mm-hmm. know, she put this book out... Two years. Two years after yeah. Versace was assassinated. Mm-hmm. So, mm. Anyway, The Bachelor, new low for them. They are having fatigue... Down to 5.5 million viewers for Grandpa Sweater. Uh, you know what I mean? Ari. I'm sorry. Ari. Ari. I call him Grandpa Sweater. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what he says. He says, so you know wearing? what I mean? <laughs> and he does, the producers have him in a Grandpa shawl collared sweater with pockets. <laughs> they do. Uh-huh. But last night I watched it for my first time. Okay? Oh, my gosh. And How about our girl from Minnesota? Becca. Having, yeah, Becca, Becca. Had, a, had a pretty woman date. Oh, my gosh. She had all these clothes to choose from, what to wear. We she saw tried Rachel to... Zoe for the first time in forever. Oh, I didn't see her. Yeah, Rachel Zoe is the one who helped have the oh, pretty woman date I with didn't the gowns. Even notice the Neil Lane. That was Rachel Zoe. That was Rachel Zoe. She was on camera for a second. Yeah, not I that didn't long. see her. And plus, she got to Becca got to keep the Neil Lang diamond earrings, earrings yeah. from her date. And then my favorite other part was the girl, the Jenny, the blonde from Chicago, who's twenty five, blonde, thin, never Darl- been dumped before. I love that she was. I can't believe you picked a taxidermist over me. And. <laughs> I was good point, and also he wanted to give her a hug goodbye, and she was not having it. And he said, "Well, I'm going to miss you." And she said, "I'm not going to miss you. I'm going to miss the girls." I love that. That's that's good dirt. So he's just not. He doesn't feel attractive to me, and that always helped. I go back to Andy Firestone. Way I back quite when. enjoyed the episode. Well, last I liked Becca. It was fun I, watching her. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. And then we, we learned about bumper car trauma. I mean, I've had eyelash curler trauma, but I never knew about bumper car trauma. Well, tell me. I'm not going to tell you. We got to go. It's time we for do. Hollywood Sorry. speak. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Okay, this just made me laugh. I don't know if you saw this headline today, Julia. Mm-hmm. Kanye West emailing Kim Kardashian to tell her that her big sunglasses are over. Remember when she yes. started wearing the big ones? Yes. He's the one who told her to wear those big sunglasses. On a recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim shared, Kanye sent me a whole email like, you cannot wear big glasses anymore. It's all about little glasses. I would just go. Think, he sent me something. But it, you have to send me an email. 
He, he sent, sent me, me an email. He sent me like <laughs> millions of 90 fo- 90s photos with tiny glasses. I mean, this is what he spends his time doing. That's okay. Can you uh, He's imagine out of trouble. your life being so void of meaning that you spend time dressing up your wife like a paper doll? It's odd. Yeah, it is. It's odd. Mm-hmm. It's odd. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's no longer wearing the big glasses. Oh, it's a relief. All right. Well, that's good. All right. Okay. Can, can I ahead. give you one? Mm-hmm. All right. Bethany Frankel's Skinny Girl brand <laughs> is launching a jeans line. Wow. So according to um, Women's Wear Daily, they asked her about, you know, why not? You know, she says, um, here's what I'm willing to dress women for. There, If, if you're going to go on a plain jeans, if you want to squeeze in your date jeans, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you if your boyfriend jeans are the ones with the fringe and um, she's got a partnership going and these jeans are going to be $100 or less, okay? It's a great name. I'm surprised jeans wasn't the second no. thing after Hold the on. booze. But the body positive okay. movement going right. on right now that teams up with fashion says, is it appropriate to call a fashion line skinny girl? And then Bethany says, skinny girl is a state of mind and a sensibility. <laughs> now that's good, Brandy. It's a good comeback. That's a it. good comeback. It's an Excellent comeback. I'm so a plotter. It's not about the words. Because one girl's skinny girl is another girl's She not didn't so even skinny say girl. that, though. I know, no, no, she I She said it. it's a state of mind and, and a sensibility. I'm so mad at her because she's taken over all the popcorn. Well, yes. I will say that's really brilliant because I think skinny girl, I mean, it I is, wouldn't wear bare skinny girl jeans. But there are always jeans that women refer to. These are my skinny jeans. My these skinny are my jeans. and my fat jeans. Yes, that we have jeans that I these are like my killer jeans that always make me look good. And but I would never wear the brand skinny girl on my pants. I'll 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 try them on and see if are. they're any good. It's not about the words. It's she about li- plotting your strength and feeling. Well, listen, she looked at Khloe Kardashian's American-made jean wear and how much she's selling. She's like, I'm going to get in on this. I know. Mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, uh, Skinny right, Girl's fine. a rough name. All right. Um, okay, here's one. Okay. Lindsay Lowen got a club gig, and it's literally been years. LeBron went back to the Cavs. Winston Churchill returned to Downing Street, and Lindsay Lohan is going back to a nightclub, a New York club. She's been on a long sabbatical from the meatpacking district. Yes, she has. Stints in Dubai, in London, and the Mediterranean. So, what is she going to do? Go spin the records, or what is she going to do? She's going to make an appearance at um, Shemansky Nightclub for a company called Super Trade. 
on January 14th. Listen, okay, that, when we think about the date, um, remember when we couldn't, when we got kicked out of, or we didn't get kicked out of, but we didn't get into that meatpacking place? January 14th. 14th, that's going to be a Saturday. It's a Sunday, Lori. It's not even a Saturday. It's a Sunday afternoon gig. It's in Brooklyn. I'm very worried about Schmansky's. Yeah. Shamil, Schmile, Schmansky operated. Uh Okay, here you go. One day after Nicole Kidman and Natalie Portman joined Instagram, do you think their publicists finally tacked them into it? Yeah, they get 350 million followers, $350,000 in a day. But do you think they were like, come on, you ladies, yes. you just got to get on board. You're both yes. brand ambassadors for different things. Right, and, and Nicole has it. a it's only It's only taken them how kit. many years? Well, do, they did yeah. it because of what they're endorsing, because... Yeah. Natalie Portman, what does she do, Dior? Dior, Miss Dior. And mm-hmm. um, Nicole Kidman, I think she's doing L'Oreal. Yeah, plus, it, I, you know, why not? If someone else does it for you. Okay, here's one. Selena Gomez unfollowed Demi Lovato, Camila Cabello, who used to be in Fifth Harmony. Yep. And um, 350,000 other people. She unfollowed Gigi Hadid. Okay. All of her co-stars on Wizards of Waverly Place and the entire cast of 13 Reasons Why. Now, that's interesting because she produced 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. I think she is... I don't think it's maybe working out that great for her with Justin Bieber. So now she's just trying to pick on other parts of her life? I, like, what about these people that say... I wonder if he's pointing out Ouch. things, if he's being a little potster. Oh, but she also said something yeah. about her mom. Isn't there something in there about her mom if you read the bottom? Well, that's a previous thing. Yeah, that's old stuff with her Mm -hmm. mom. But I just think that, like, she was buddies with all these. Yes, I know. Maybe he's asking her to isolate herself. That's what I mean. No, Lori, that's a dangerous slope. I do not. The minute your man asks you to dump friends, that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. Or building a wedge between your parents. These are all. Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Okay, Uh, Hugh Grant, please, uh, this is just giving a lot of (laughs) gossip people, they're just dying of laughter, that Hugh Grant was nominated for Paddington 2 for a BAFTA supporting actor alongside Christopher Plummer, Sam Rockwell, who won for Three Billboards, Willem Dafoe, The Florida Project, and Woody Harrelson. Okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, I guess he's a new villain. Yes, he is a new villain. And they actually, I saw him talking on Ryan and Kelly this morning. And and Kelly kind of first was teasing him like, "Um, do you know who your children are with? Because he was kind of, you know, she said, which one of your films is your favorite film? And do you ever watch Love Actually? You know, it's the holidays we all just watched. And he goes, oh, why would I torture myself? Was he good and crabby? Oh, good and crabby about himself and self to, you know. Self-deprecating. Yes, beyond. And then he, yes. And she says, but you're in this Paddington. And he goes, I know. I took my children to it, and they hated it. And then, and then he goes on to say why. And she, he goes, they said, "Daddy, you're in it so much. We don't like it." <laughs> it's so funny. And then he, but he's this villain. So that when they were writing Paddington Two, um, the first villain in the first one was Nicole Kidman, right? And so they wrote the part with Hugh Grant in mind. Okay. And he's an English dude, and why not have him show up on the red carpet? But in place of somebody more deserving? No, they, they already have hit all the English dudes. But and, the BAFTAs are like the British Oscars. I they know. don't usually make a misstep like well, this. Well, how do you know it's a misstep? Because, because it's sometimes, Paddington 2. But Lori, I saw Paddington 1. But it's a very lightweight role compared to the others. Well, I that understand is- that, but there's a place for all different roles. All different people. 
It's a family film, Laurie. When I you fell look in at love with Pennington. I understand nominees. 100%. Yeah. No. I understand 100%. This is like a Golden Globes they nomination. They wanted him to show up on the red carpet. I, I don't yes, know if BAFTA... Th- okay. Because he's so charming and delightful. All right, what do you make of Hugh Grant having his fifth child, his third with... he's ha- He has two children with one yeah. woman. And now he's having his third... He's got a two-year-old daughter and a son with this woman, and now he's having a... What is what is with him? He likes just, to procreate, procreate, but he never did for so long. No, he says that he asks. She goes, "How many children do you have?" And he said, "Oh, they're all very young. Young, I started very late." Yeah, and think, he and here's the thing: he buys his girlfriend. The two girlfriends have a house right next to each he, other, and he doesn't even live with them. He no. has his own house in the middle. That's He's hysterical. Right. Is he having a Polly Morris relationship? I think maybe. Maybe. What is he? Fifty-five. He though? said at one point that he was going out with both of them. Yes. Yeah, he. I don't care. He's Alec Baldwin, but with just a second wife and, and a, one more kid. Yeah, and the houses, they're all, they're growing up as one big happy family. It's the new eight Hugh. is enough. Yeah. <laughs> eight is enough. Oh, Five is I, enough. I, I is absolutely it? love that reference, Lori. All right, we'll be back.